Welcome to 216, a link to the past randomizer podcast. I am your host, Fear Agent. On today's show, we've got Pichu. I think uh, our editor, Leora, described it best. Holy hell, Pichu is wholesome AF. She's the best. This is a really fun conversation. I really enjoyed chatting with uh, Pichu. And, uh, and we had a good time, so uh, excited for you to hear this one. It's been a busy time in the rando world. The Co-op Cross Keys uh, finals are happening. As this drops, we'll be having uh, game two of the finals between Allison and Goomba and Telethar and Humbug. And hopefully we'll have a, a chat next week, maybe, with our, our champions. It might be the week after, so that's cool. The casual random co-op tournament is happening. I haven't scheduled a match yet, but uh, Ramon and I have gotten some practice in. That's been a lot of fun. Tark is having a vote on auto tracking. I don't not going to go into that here. <laughs> I don't I honestly don't care about how the auto tracker works. So, I don't know. I'll whatever works works and that's what I'll use. I think all the stuff that that's being asked for is is pretty reasonable. So we'll see how the vote goes for that. We did have another ban. Stop cheating, people. <laughs> this one has gone on for quite a while. Uh, Kaide Rikawa got banned uh, from Tark for his cheating in SMZ3. So there's been a lot of suspicion about Kaide for a long time. I thought he was cheating. So I'm honestly glad to see him gone because it was uh, he, he was cheating. And uh, SMZ3 had the smoking gun. So I don't know if we announced it on Tark. And I don't even know if... SMZ3 officially announced it, but everyone knows he clipped his opponent while they were racing. He accidentally created a clip of the opponent on Twitch that he was racing. Whether he did it on purpose or an accident, we'll never know. But that's like hard, hard evidence. The hardest evidence we've ever had. So, so long. I've been told by sources that he admitted to cheating to certain people afterwards. So, fuck you, dude. (laughs) God, what a waste of our time. Like, I, that's just the biggest thing is like, I hate that cheaters just waste people's time because we're all doing this for fun. Nobody gets anything out of it. Like, it's just a hobby and you want to win that bad that you got to cheat. It's just frustrating. So, so, so long and uh, goodbye. Please stop cheating. We've had too many cheaters, people using alts, all sorts of things in the last six months. And it's just, it's just stop, man. Just stop. It's just not cool. On better news, I got a co-host uh, the Go Mode podcast in the last episode. So check that out. I'll put a link in the description for that episode. Got to fill in uh, for Tim while he's taking a little break over there. I always have fun talking with uh, Dante and Herf, and I thought we had a good time. So check that out. I just saw on the new ladder announcement that they're going to have another invitational for Retrance, which was the last invitational that I attempted to qualify for. And I just missed out. I think I might give it a go. I've been having fun playing the game. Though, to be fair, I've been having fun playing the game co-op. So we'll see if that translates back into one-on-one competitive racing. I don't know. I'm. It might just be uh, the thing that uh, I don't enjoy. So we'll see how that goes. But I think I'm going to at least give it a run when season, whatever the new season of the ladder is. We'll see how that goes. Worst case scenario, I just don't enjoy it and I don't play and just stick to the co-op stuff. It's not hard being an admin at Tark. I've actually enjoyed it, and I think we've done a pretty decent job of, of trying to build Tark into what it is and will be in the future. And the drama actually isn't that bad. Like, there's some fallout from some of the discussions with uh, Kaide, and then, of course, with the 
auto tracker. Everyone's got different opinions and it can get very personal. And that's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that we can't just have a conversation about this stuff without it becoming dramatic. I think that's unfortunate. But I feel so much different now than when I first was a part of this community and was a part of that first uh, two terms of, of counsel. I think a lot of it has to do with my own personal journey through therapy and counseling. I feel like I know who I am a little bit more. I'm a very passionate and very um, emotional <laughs> type of person. And I and when I feel something, I feel it strongly. And so I can be the type of person that can be um, a little hard-headed or when I have an idea and I believe in it, that I push hard for it. I don't think any of those traits are necessarily bad, but I think that um, in the wrong situations and at different times, they can be. And for me, they they were. And so I have a better grasp on who I am and and being able to judge my own emotions a little bit. And because of that, I feel like I'm a little bit more rational and less quick to anger and uh, and can handle some of the fallout from the drama. Like the hard part is is seeing other people have that issue or have that struggle as these conversations come up about this silly game. Like we're just racing a 35 year old video game for fun, but we're so passionate about it and it's hard to, uh, to not take some of those things personal. So it's, it's, I think that's been tough for me is was just seeing some of the fallout and seeing some of the people that don't know how to manage that and take it personal and then either leave the community or even temporarily just jump ship and hopefully they can, you know, uh, deal with that stuff. And hopefully they can manage that uh, offline and and find the like true deep root that causes a lot of that. But if you find yourself ever in these conversations on Discord, step away. <laughs> you know, like it's okay if uh, a glitch you don't like gets approved. The game will go on, and racing will go on, and we can all adjust. If, you know, tracking is that important to you, we can find ways for it to, to work and you can still enjoy the game, hopefully, in the community. So, honestly, I don't really know what I'm saying. I just know that there's, there's been a lot going on over at Tark and it can feel like a lot, especially if you're passionate about the racing community and, and this game. So, my suggestion would just be to take a breather if it ever gets to that point where it feels like you just want to blow up. And the conversations honestly have been pretty respectful. I know there's a couple of different times where things have kind of gotten a little out of hand. And I think the, the moderators have done a good job of trying to make uh, everything copacetic. And I think people actually have been been good at trying to communicate. And sometimes people just don't know how to, how to communicate well. So I don't know. Maybe we should just approach the game the way Pichu approaches the game. <laughs> because uh, she's just the type of person that is super fun. Like she knows her limits and she knows when things are beyond, beyond her mental capabilities of withstanding and she steps away. It's really good, really smart for a very young person. And uh, I had a really good time chatting with her. So let's get to it. Here's Pichu. So your team was one win away from top four of the 216 co-op cross keys. Uh, tournament was that yes. your plan going in with the top four no our plan was like to to like three three so being half win half lose basically <laughs> your your goal was to go 500 i got it yeah yeah 50 50 you know everything's fine then we win against then tinkarek and i was like okay we might win like more than that and then we got four two it was great you were just on the cusp i think you guys 
if you had won your last race, there would have had to been a play-in race for yes. the, the three teams, I think. So, I don't know. Tell me about your experience. Was that, I mean, you said you expected to go three and three. Even three and three, I feel like, is is pretty good going into a co-op cross-keys. Had you Have you played co-op cross-keys before? I played some co-op cross-keys before, some co-op retrains with League as well. It was, I think, the first time I played a tournament with uh, AK9. So, mm. yeah. And then it was like, yeah, we're just entering for fun, you know, like uh, half and half, three, three is fine. Mm-hmm. And then we got like Alice and Goomba round one. And it was like, well, we're going to lose this one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we didn't like this pickup, but it's like, it's round one, it's fine. And then we got like two wins and three, then four. And it was like, we might go top four. We might go to the playoff. And then, no, we got destroyed by Wilkins Kelly, basically. Yeah. Did you have fun though? Yeah, we had fun. That, that was the point. We have fun. Okay, so let's just cut out of the bag. Your accent's not English. It's it's French. Are are you from France? Or are you from Canada? I'm from Quebec, Canada. I'm not oh, from. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. I can't remember where Scariol is from, but also I think over in that area because he also has, speaks French as well. We're we're at some region. Scary and I. Like we're both from Canada. So. So th- is that where you've grown up your entire life? Yes, I've grew up in the same town and I'm still there for now. And yeah, so I grew up there. And is it mostly French speaking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I learned English at school, basically. But everyone everyone speaks French while you're there. Everyone speaks French, but we had to have English classes at school. Okay. That's yeah. that's so nice, though. The being, being bilingual gives you, I feel like, so many advantages and mm-hmm. so many things. Exactly. And like English, you can go everywhere and people will understand you as well, mm-hmm. I believe. But yeah. Did you grow up playing video games? I don't know. I have zero clue on how old you are. I mean, you could be 40. You could be 20. I have no idea. Uh, so I don't know where, where your gaming history begins and, or, or starts. So how, where where were you playing video games when you were younger? I, I am 23, so I'm quite young. Okay. I played mostly with GameCube and Wii when I was a kid because... Mm. The Wii, I think, came out in 2005, 2006. So I was about five or six years old. But like, I remember when I was a kid, I was mostly playing Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness on GameCube. Mm. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm the youngest of three. So I have two older brothers. And they were just playing. It's like, oh, yeah, just take the remote, take the controller and just farm levels on our Pokemon. So I was basically doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so That's they were hilarious. like all level like 100 and everything. I don't know what I was doing, but like uh-huh. they were all flat. And then on Wii, I was basically playing like Mario Kart, Smash Bros, Pokemon again, like on DS, whatever. So yeah, I mostly grew up with playing Pokemon, basically. I mean, your name is Pichu. Yeah. Now, this is the, this is the uh, embarrassing part for me, because I am oh, quite a bit older. Uh, Pokemon, for me, I, I missed out on Pokemon. Like I was just at that age where it was like, when it was coming out, I was a little too old or let me rephrase that. I thought I was a little too old. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is like little kitty stuff. You know that age when you're like 13, 14, 15, when you're like, you're trying to distance yourself from like being a kid. That's when Pokemon yeah. came out for me. So I have no real knowledge about Pokemon. Like when, uh, you know, I knew Pikachu because he's, you know, Pikachu. It's the biggest character from from Pokemon. I had no idea what a Pichu was. <laughs> I wasn't introduced to a Pichu until Link to the Past Randomizer when I saw like Gamachu playing as as that sprite. So um, I take 
for you, it was very influential, right? You said it was your first game and it's, it's something yes. that you played a lot of. So I don't know. Tell me a little bit about why why Pokemon was so so important to you. Because it's an easy game, basically. Like I played game in English and my first English in French, as you said. And I didn't know a word of English back then. So like Pokemon, you just go there, do that, attack, kill Pokemon, capture them, whatever. So it's basically an easy game to like for a five years old that doesn't know to speak the language of the game. Basically, so yeah, that's why Pokemon. Did it help having older siblings playing as well? A little, but I was like too. Not, I'm gonna say, say shy, but shy is not the good word. But like, I didn't want to ask them for help. Basically, why is that? Because I, I don't know. I didn't want to ask them. I was like, I'm good enough to play video game on my own, so I don't need anyone <laughs> else. <laughs> Basically, that's hilarious. You didn't want help, and so you never asked for it. So you just figured it out on your own. Yeah, basically. Never finish a game, but still, sure. I have fun playing it. <laughs> How much older were your siblings? Two and four years older than me, basically. Oh, so close. You guys were close. Yeah, we're close. Yeah. Okay. Did you play a lot of games growing up together besides Pokemon? We played some Smash Bros, some Mario Kart, like those few games. Sure. The party games. Yeah. yeah. And Mario Kart as well. So, yeah. What about Zelda? Uh, I know my older brother was playing Zelda. I did not played that much to be honest like i never played ninja pass before playing rando basically okay so as you're playing like the gamecube wii stuff Mm -hmm. and you start getting a little bit older do does your interests broaden do you get into other video games i played a little bit of minecraft for fun like i Mm. didn't play like i don't play that much video games basically but like at some point i just changed a little bit for pc like because i don't know nintendo was a bit i'm going to boring but like it's not my the kind of gamer interest, basically. Sure. But yeah, yeah, like I didn't play that much video games instead of Pokemon, so. So what were you doing then, if you weren't playing video games? I was reading, watching anime, like not doing that much. Basically, I hang out with friends. But yeah, like I don't have that big game history. That's fine. I mean, not all of us played a lot of games. I, I my, my gaming was pretty limited. Um, very specific to what it was, but... So you said reading, reading a lot like books or manga or was it comics or? A little bit of both, like books and manga, I think. Okay. Yeah, like some French stuff. Oh, that's what I'm curious about. Like, does everything get translated where you're at into, into yes. French? Yes, okay. basically everything is translated to French. Even like some of the anime stuff? Even the anime stuff. But like, for sure, if I go like on like Crunchyroll or Extreme app, it's going to be like Japanese subtitle English. But like if right. I watch TV on my TV, like on French, it's all going to be in French. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it is. No, I didn't grow up with much English. It's yeah, except school and a little bit of video games because I think we were not oh, just smart enough. We, we didn't know English. So we didn't know how to configure the language for French, basically. Mm. Or at least I didn't know. Your your English is really good, though. Like, I, I'm surprised to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, when I was a teenager, Netflix arrived. So I start watching, like, TV shows and movies in English. And that's how you learn. <laughs> that's how I basically learn how to speak, because my great English were not that good. Yeah. So at some point, I just, just lost my French accent, basically. That's hilarious. So anime, what what anime were you into? Uh, I watch a little bit of Attack on Titan. I, I mean, a little bit. I watch all of it, but still. Like, <laughs> I think some classic, a little bit of One Piece as, as well, Naruto. Like, I'm going to say classics, but yeah. It's funny to think of them as classics, but again, I was a little bit older when it was all coming out and you're still pretty young, but it's been 
a long time since a lot of that stuff is. I mean, how long has been as uh, One Piece been going on? It feels like forever, right? I started watching One Piece when I was ten years old or so, so it's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, One it's Piece is older than me. So wow, at some point. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> comparing the difference between you and I, it's it's so different. <laughs> I almost could be your dad in in, in some in in the age difference, but mm-hmm. it's like anime wasn't. Um, huge growing up for me because we didn't have the access to anime wasn't as prevalent as, as it is today or for when even when you were growing up um, when you were young 10 or 15 years ago but now it feels like we're getting to where there's a lot of adults you you know young 20s I don't remember what millennial no like Gen Z I don't know what generation you are but I think I'm a bit of both I'm like straight out the middle, <laughs> the middle. of it <laughs> yeah. yeah that's how I am I'm I'm on the cusp of Gen X and millennial so I'm like in literally in between the two mm. but you grew up with anime where it was like way more way more available and I feel like you know I think Dragon Ball Z was one of the first big ones that like kind of crossed over but again I'm in the state so I don't know what it's like necessarily for for you growing up I mean I don't remember that well but like I know Naruto was passing by like the TV, so mm, I was watching that with my brother, yeah. basically. And yeah. then one of my older brothers showed me like a streaming things, and I started watching like Fairy Tale, uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, One Piece as well, and you know, like a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I started watching more when I was older, basically. Do you like some of the newer live-action translations of anime? Uh, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> I watched like the One Piece live-action, because why not? And my opinion on that is like, mid like i like it and at the same time i did not because i watch one piece so it's like not the same but sure like overall it's good but i don't know like yeah i have mixed feelings about it it's so hard to translate anime to live action it just mm. specifically anime even more so than like regular or like an american cartoon it's just like anime has i don't know what it is the the strangeness right like yeah i mean if it was a rom-com maybe because but like one piece is like I don't know, like, it's not a good anime. Like, how do you do things? I guess CGI, but like, I don't know. It's a little bit weird. It just translates super weird. So I'm trying to picture what it's like for you growing up. You're playing a little bit of video games. Mm-hmm. You're re- you're reading. Are, do you play sports? Are you, is there anything that you're competitive in? I didn't play sport back then. Like, I'm, I can be competitive, but like, not that much as well. Like, I am in Rando because I don't know. It's, I feel it's like the only video game I'm good at. <laughs> or decent so yeah but like i'm not that competitive because my older brothers are like better than me so i always lose anyway so why would i do competition or whatever is that what it was like when you were growing up oh playing yeah mario kart and stuff they'd always beat you i'm one of them yes the other one no <laughs> so yeah like one of them is way better in video games than me and the other mm. one is like I'm, I'm better than them basically but again i play more video game than that one so yeah that helped. i'm trying to did they introduce you to, to different like video games or different stuff being older mm, or probably yeah i mean one of them was being really to video games i was just watching him play or like trying to play video games as he played it from time to time or just watching them playing with friends mm-hmm. and i was like okay i want to play it then sometimes when they were not on the console i was just playing it basically mm-hmm. so yeah what about twitch did you find twitch pretty early because i feel again growing up you're, you're only 23 like streaming like my kids know it youtube and streaming and all that stuff it's just very natural to watch other people play video games you're mm-hmm. kind of in the middle of that right like you're not really gen z yeah. you're not really millennial did you grow up like watching youtube and and twitch i 
I watch YouTube back in like 2012, 2014, so in that era, mm-hmm. basically. And Twitch is back in 2020. Okay. So it was yeah. a while until you found Twitch. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. It's basically my older brother that showed me Twitch, basically. Did you not have an interest in watching people play video games or were you watching some of that like speedrunning stuff on YouTube? Not speedrunning. I was watching a few Let's Play, but not that much. Right. I mean, I was watching a bit like French things back then, like French. Uh, I'm going to say podcast, but it's not really podcast. Whatever, like French videos, basically. Mm-hmm. Because again, back then, my English wasn't that well. So I was watching French stuff. Sure. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Was it video game related or just? random interest mm, i don't know like i'm not that much into video games to be like i'm just playing video game for fun or you know like i'm perfect playing video game farming the video game more than playing finishing the game and then start a new one if mm-hmm. that makes sense sure so as you get older you're not super into video games but you are you do have like a mild interest in things right yeah i do i do like i'm more into like playing like Stardew valley for like 10 hours over like i don't know um league of legends or something mm-hmm. so the less competitive like mm-hmm. for me for me it's animal crossing where it's just like you're just farming or doing something creative or doing something that doesn't necessarily have to be competitive right yeah exactly because competitive can be toxic sometimes i'm fine with the bad community but like yeah i'm not into that much like insulting the, t- the uh, opponent or whatever like it's no did you find that there were certain games that you're playing where that happened, where you kind of like experienced League of Legends, to be oh, honest. Did you you play League of Legends? I played a little bit of League of Legends and then I was like, it's too toxic for me because my friends were playing League of Legends and I wanted to play with them, but I'm bad and they're good. And they're like, oh yeah, that person, like, and we play like four, so we need five. So we play with a random and say, like, oh, that person is trash. And I'm like, I know I'm trash. <laughs> I like, I know. Don't need to tell me. <laughs> So your League of Legends play didn't last very long then? No, like I I was up to level like 30 to just do rankings. And I was like, I'm not doing that. Like, it's not going to help with my mental health. Like being trash talked by my teammates, basically. Like that, that people I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny to hear you say that. I guess it's different because I know I see you like in Gamma's Discord. And I don't, this is not an insult. You, you could be toxic, Pichu. You can be toxic. Especially I'm, I'm only toxic towards Gamma. I know it's all in fun, right? Like, I think that's the difference. Yeah. Like, I told Gamma once, like, if it's too much, just tell me I'll stop. And he's like, no, no, you can continue. I'm just going to be toxic to you. I'm like, it's fine. I'm just, just tell me if it's too much. I'm just going to stop, basically. Like, it's just, it's just for fun, basically. Sure. And I'm only toxic towards Gamma and not the other person, basically. Yeah. That's the difference, right? Like, yeah, that's the difference. It was, it, it felt like it was coming towards you and it, and it was by people that you don't know. And like being toxic to someone that you don't know is way different than giving shit to your friends, right? Exactly. Like that's different. My friends, I know, like they're not going to take it personal, but like if someone I don't know, you don't know me. So why do you insult me? Like, I'm not <laughs> going to insult you or your mom or whatever. Like, just <laughs> shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So again, I think the picture is kind of coming in a little bit clearer. It feels like video games didn't dominate or haven't dominated your life it's just something it's one of the things that you randomly do for entertainment but it's not a primary focus no exactly no so how do then do you find link to the past if you've never played it have you did you play any super nintendo games or any of the old like retro 
style games? Played some Nintendo game, but like I like I said, I'm playing mostly Pokemon. But like back then, when I was a younger, I played some Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door, uh, Paper Mario sixty four, um, mm. a few games like that. I didn't play that much Zelda, but yeah, like I wasn't that much into Zelda games back then. I think. How into Pokemon stuff did you get? Because you you had your introduction. What was your introduction game? Uh, yeah, it was basically Pokemon. I think but, yeah. But which which game? Uh, Pokemon XD, Gale of Darkness. So it's basically the same as Pokemon Coliseum, but it's the other one. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. So did you then like branch out and go to some of the the older older games? Not that much. I mean, I'm didn't play that much. Like I'm gonna say old game, but yeah. I mean, I played the game we have like on GameCube or Wii or Nintendo mm-hmm. 64, basically. What about the Game Boy games? Did you ever play those? No, really. I don't have memory of it, so no. Mm. I know I played a little bit of like Pokemon Yellow on my Game Boy, but I I don't have that memory again. Mm. I just know I have it and then I lost like... So you're not a true fan then, huh? I mean, the Game Boy is older than me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but that's fine. But you never wanted to go back and and try those? No, not really. No. I mean, I'm fine with the Pokemon game I played, basically. But again, I think the best like gen of Pokemon Gen 1, so... Oh, okay. Okay. So where was your introduction then to, like, how do you even get to Link to the Past? Uh, I said that my brother introduced me to Twitch because he was watching Shireen back then playing Rando. And then he showed me and I was watching a little bit. I was like, Hold oh, okay. On. Hold on. He was watching Shireen play Rando? Back in 2020. Like randomly? Like, because... Uh, I don't know. Shireen races like once every three months or something was he a regular shireen watcher or just happened to find shireen i'm so curious about that i don't know how he get into how he watched those stuff to be honest i didn't ask him but like i know he was watching shireen and shireen was playing more frequently back then i mean it's four years ago so shireen was yeah playing a lot then he showed Mm -hmm. me and then he just uh, installed the emulator on his computer the rando and i was like i'm gonna try rando basically and i played a few seats and i stopped i'm like no i don't like it and then, yeah, I started playing Rando again a year later because I got my computer. What was it about it that you didn't like? I don't, I, I don't know. I didn't have, I mean, to see this took me like three hours. I was like, ah, that's not fun. It's mm. too long for me. And yeah. I think back then, I don't know if I was using a map tracker or not. So like, I didn't know all checks as well. And I remember, remember one of my first seeds is that I'm stuck in my seat. I don't know what to do. And then I just look at the spurs. Oh, I never saved old man, basically. Mm. So I kind of rage quit a little bit. So your your brother introduced you, but he didn't play with you? He played a little back then, but like he stopped basically playing. So neither one of you, so he picked it up. You're like, oh, this is interesting. Let's watch yeah. this hack player named Shireen play a little bit. Yes. And yeah, then by watching Shireen, <laughs> I found Gamachu. And the only reason why I followed Gamachu is because he was playing with the Pikachu sprite back then. Yeah. Basically. But yeah. So this is at the beginning of the pandemic, right? Yes, 2020, like summer 2020, something like that. Yeah. So you stopped playing because you didn't find it that interesting or you find it more difficult? And uh, I don't know. Like, I didn't, I don't think I find it that interesting back then. I think that's why I stopped or then like whatever's alive, whatever. And then a year later, I bought my own computer and I just deal everything and start playing it again for fun. Did you keep watching even though you weren't playing? I think I was watching a little, like not that mm-hmm. much. Like, I think I watch way more now than I used to watch back then. 
Uh-huh. But I was just keeping an eye, and by watching people playing Rando, I was, I just learned every checks, how to get them, and basically it's that. And that's pretty much how I learned about Rando and like linked the best by watching people playing Rando. So yeah, who were you watching besides Gamma? Sharing and Gamma, basically back then. That's how you got good. Is you just learned how to do what Gamma does? Does <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, okay, so okay, so you get introduced to it. Seeds aren't going well. You're not really enjoying yourself. You watch mm-hmm. a little bit. What brings you back to it? I got my computer. I said, like, I'm going to give it another try because it might be fun. And I played it. I, do, I did some French Weekly back then. I wasn't good, but I was doing some French Weeklies and a few ladder races. And then, yeah, I was just start entering more to game and get better at the game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, by getting better, I enjoy it more, basically. So when you started playing, did you immediately jump into races or were you playing offline when you came back? I was playing a little bit offline and a little bit like races, but mostly offline, I think. Just because I don't want to look like a scrub to people, basically. (laughs) Did you join like discords and stuff? And when you originally started playing? I might have joined like the ladder discord, I think. Or something like that. Yeah. But not that much discords, no. But... You said you started playing the French Weekly? Yeah, I also joined like the French community as well. Because I learned I about the French community somewhere between 2020 and 2021. Did that help, you think? Maybe. I mean, I'm not someone that asks for help, basically. <laughs> like, back when I was a kid, I didn't do it. I don't do it much anymore. I mean, now, yes, but like not back then. And I just, yes, found it and it's like, oh, I'm going to play weeklies and stuff. Well, if you weren't going to ask your brothers when you were kids for help, why would you ask? Anyone else when you're an adult? Uh, I mean, that's exactly what. Like, I'm not going to ask people for help. <laughs> but yeah. So what was it like uh, joining the French community? Like, the French community, I'm not super familiar with. Like, I know it's growing, and I know that there's more and more people there, but it's not <laughs> quite as big as, like, the German community or maybe even the Spanish community. No, it's not quite as big, but the thing is, is difficult because the French community, there's like people from France and there's people from Canada. So it's like basically like two worlds, I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. So like it's two time zone, like it's six hours apart. So it's like a big thing. Sure. So yeah, like it's, it can be difficult to just organize things basically in the French discord. This is going to sound, because I, I I'm, I'm very dumb, but how different is French in France and Canada? It, is the language yeah it's not that much different but we have like okay. slangs that's different basically mm-hmm. like i can say something and they won't understand me in france or like the other way around yeah like what's can you give me an example of something oh god i mean you put me on the spot? <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know like I, i'm friends with french people now from france so like i'm used to them but like and i used to watch like stuff from friends as well so like i got used to them but i don't know Mm. Um, I have honestly, I have no idea to be to be fair. So when when you first started with the French community, like mm-hmm. who who in the community did you connect with? I think I was watching more High Wake back then mm. because High Wake is from Canada as well, so we're in the same same time zone. And yeah, so I was basically watching him playing Rando, and then I start watching other like French runner like Helena Lynn as well, or uh, Prior or like Akailine Coxla, like more from France. Like I watch mm-hmm. more. People from France and Canada now from the French community. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget that Lynn is French. Yeah. Lynn is French. He has, he has, I mean, he, I know he's French and I know he's from France, but I always forget just because he has like degenerate hours and, mm-hmm. and I hear him speak and he's got pretty good English too. So, 
Yeah, I mean, I mostly watch him on Twitch. And on Twitch, I don't think he has his mic on. So, yeah. So when when you start playing, you, you play the, the the French Weekly and you said you joined the ladder? I joined a little bit of ladder, yes. No, not that much. Like, even right now, I think I play like max like 3D ladders or something. Mm. Like, I don't grind ladder that much, basically. So you've been playing since... You've been racing since 2021, so yes. So now we're now going on three years. Mm-hmm. You don't like to ask for help. So how quick was your? How quick did you get better? Like, did it take time? Because I see you now, and and you know you're putting up really good results. And like we mentioned at the beginning of the show, you, your team went four and two. That's so good, especially when you look at the talent that was mm-hmm. in the, the Co-op Krosky's tournament. I mean, I mostly watched. People and I was like, oh, how do they do that? And I just tried to do it. If I do like casual race or like ladder race, I I, I tried to do new tricks. Mm-hmm. But like the thing that helped the most, like surprisingly, I joined the mentor tournament back in 2022. Surprisingly. Oh, uh, okay. So that helped as well. And mm-hmm. like I watch more runners, like different runners as well. So like each people has their own strategy, their own way to play. Mm-hmm. So you can just grab what you think oh that's one better that's one better on oh, that one you know basically you can choose and then i start doing more pickup races and stuff and i just got better by playing it basically so you don't want to ask for help but you <laughs> join the mentor tournament going on yeah. there Pichu. i mean i was like i want to get better like i'm tired i've been like 12 or 15 to seed mm. and i'm like i'm going to join it and maybe there's be like some french mentors and they were and I'm like, I can ask just different people around because that was my goal at first. And I just, out of the six weeks, I got four mentors because I got too shy to ask other people. Basically, I just went with people I knew. Mm. So, yeah. So, who who was your mentors? And tell me about your experience. My mentors were Falcon, Drake, Gemma, and Shermin. Like, I learned a few things with all of them, like some tricks and stuff. Uh, I don't have quite memory of it, but I knew I, it was fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I have fun playing with Gamma because Gamma was my first English mentor because I asked Gamma before Shireen. And I was like, I don't know if my English is good enough for this. And I'm going to just talk with Gamma because I was watching Gamma's and hanging out in chat or whatever. And I was like, and Gamma was like, your English is good. I was like, thank you. Like, that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, Gamma just gave me value on my English. So now I'm confident to speak English. So yeah. So at this point in the mentor tournament or going into the mentor tournament, you'd been hanging out in Gamma streams and getting to know Gamma and Shireen. Mm-hmm. Yes. For a decent amount of time. So was he one of the first people that you asked to, to mentor you? Uh, I asked the French people first. I asked Falcon okay. and Drake and Gamma because I'm more confident in my French than my English mm-hmm. as well. So I was like, I'm going to go with French mentors first. Yeah. Then I'll go English. I'm going to try it. If I'm not like it, I'm going back to French, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, like I just had some French because for me, it was easier to communicate in French since it's my first language. Sure. But I, I'm a little surprised because English is good. I mean, I'm from a French region where people only speak French. I never has to speak English, basically. So, like, I don't know how good it is. Impressive is how good it is. That's, I think you, you tell me that, but I, I'm surprised because your English is really good. So I, that doesn't surprise me that Gamma would, would jump on a board and, and, and help you out. And same with Shireen, too. Like, I don't have a big French accent, so I think mine my, my is easy to understand from time to time. I think you have a big French accent. <laughs> I, I have a big accent. French accent? <laughs> I think your accent is clearly French, yes. Yeah, but like it's not the big French accent where, like, I don't know, we're rolling the R's and stuff. Sure, I get that. I, I get what you're saying. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I get what you're saying. You can't hide that you're 
French, I would say. No, but some people thought I was English. Some people okay. didn't know I was from French, basically, uh, with my okay. accent. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your English is really good. So what did you learn from some of your... Do you remember some of the things that you learned early on? Did you feel like that helped you out a lot, uh, being in the mental tournament? I learned a few tricks, like the diver down. I learned like a few bomb jumps here and there. I learned a few routing things and basically don't listen to Gamma, go catfish, basically. Uh, <laughs> Except when it has progression. <laughs> exactly. But no, yeah, I learned a few things. It, it was fun overall. It was a fun um, tournament, honestly. Like, I had fun as a mentee back there. How'd you do? I did 4-2 into Swiss round. I got oh, into nice. the tempered bracket and then I got il- eliminated in the first round mm. of the brackets. That's got to that's feel pretty good though, right? Like, winning right away in, yeah. in the mentor tournament? Mm-hmm. I had the better score into French mentee back then, but the worst into brackets, so. Because we're mm. all three into tempered, so. Yeah, it was fun. Where do you go from there as, as far as racing goes? Do you continue doing like ladder races or pickup races or kind of what is your goal after the mentor tournament? Is it just kind of have fun or or do you plan on trying to get better to win tournaments? I, like, it was mostly for fun, but like again, back then, like I think my mentor tournament experience finished up like early July or so. And then back then there was like a French tournament that was going to start basically during that mm. summer. So I was like, I'm going to join it, this French tournament. And then I got too far to group phase. So it was okay, but not good enough to go to the brackets. And then I was doing some pick up French pickup races, basically. So we were hanging out in voice call with French people and just talking and doing the seed. Mm-hmm. And then I joined a league with the French teams. And we went to the brackets too, that league season. So, okay, so you joined season five with Rage mm-hmm. Against the Manettes, which means yes. that was, con- what is, that's controller, right? Yeah, Menace's controller, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was you, Juber, and Grid? Yes. I was, before the year prior in season four, it was the both of them plus Drakey. But Drakey in season five was in the inventational with uh, Leaf and um, oh, Derubian. Right. So oh, they right. needed a turn as a member, basically. So I was like, I can do it. Just though I'm bad at the game, but I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you at as far as ability? Did you feel like you you were improving? Your times are getting lower than three hours. Yeah, I was I was improving. I mean, I was doing more sub two and like an open seat and stuff. I got better, mm. and then doing league. Like I know Gridasham doesn't like entrance mode, so I was like, okay, I need to train cross keys. I never played entrance before, but I need to train it because I know he doesn't like the mode, so I'm just going to play it and enjoy him, and I'm going to let him play inverted like in Virgia back then. Because mm. I didn't want to touch inverted. Smart. So, yeah. And then I started playing cross keys. I was like, I like cross keys. Cross keys are full mode. And yeah. So, like now, like right now, I'm only playing cross keys, basically. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. So, your first race is against Ben Teasy, who was before my time. He's a long time linked to the past runner. And you won <laughs> against Ben Teasy, but we're buddies as the team. Mm-hmm. That had to be like a, a pretty big confidence boost going into... Going into the league, or did you even know who he was? I didn't know who he was, basically. Like, I knew um, a little bit of people from that team, I think. Like, from name. But, like, yeah, um, yeah but, like, that's, I didn't know who, who he was, basically. Not knowing it probably helps, right? It's just some random player, and you can... Yeah. <laughs> basically, I was like, I don't know who he was, but, like, I heard he's a good player, and I won. I was like, okay. <laughs> just don't go on Ice Palace, went to some areas and Icebreaker chess, whatever, like, big key chess. But, yeah. Hey. Hey, it works. Because like the thing is, like in that seed, I can remember a little bit of that seed. 
is that uh, Tio and Meyer was pendant. So basically we were fire rod. I was fire rod girl mode and I decided to do ice before pod because pod has a fire rod and I cleared ice, got some aria. I was like, I hope the big key is in GT right side. The big key was in GT right side. Mm. <laughs> and that's how I want because you just skip it and, you know. Wow. So that's, yeah. That's what makes the game great, right? Like mm-hmm. you can, you get to make some plays and and sometimes they work out and sometimes they don't it work out i was like that's good but like i was not expecting to win but you know i take it sure so tell me about that first season did you enjoy your time in the league you went three and four made the playoffs that's got it's gotta be feel pretty good right yeah i enjoyed it it was fun the only thing that i didn't like is that because i was with two europeans because Shuba and greta shamas from europe i was in the eu division Basically, mm. so scheduling is a little bit tough with like a six-hour sure. difference. So that's the only negative point I have with the league back then. Mm-hmm. But overall, we had fun with Red and Joubert. So what changed for season five for you? Because you left that team, right? Went to a new team mm-hmm. in season six? Mm, I wasn't sure if I was going to join the league. So I was like, I don't want to join the league. Like I kind of retired from Randall during the summer. And then I heard Zeruvian and Ararith were looking for a third, like the night before, like, the end of um, submitting your teams and I was like, like the morning at DM Ruby I was like hey I'll, I heard you're looking for a third do you want me to be in your team and she's like oh we need to ask Amaris and that was like yes now we need to find a team name we have three hours left I was like I don't know I don't have any idea and then that's basically how the team form for the main items basically so it was like right before the league started like registration closed yes yes wow wow tell me about your experience oh well first before we get that why Why did you say you didn't want to play the league again? Like a mental breakdown from Rando, basically. Playing too much? Playing too much and like, I don't know, like I felt bad. Like, I feel like I was a bad player or whatever. So I prefer taking a break over just having a burnout from the, for the game because I liked the game. And I just started playing a little bit of SMZ3 for fun. And then I just joined back for league. Oh, you started playing SMZ3. I see. Pieces are coming together again. I'm, I'm bad. I'm doing fireover scene in Zip Z3, so I'm bad. <laughs> was it that you're just, it was the game, you weren't running races, is that was the problem and it started to take a toll or what was it? For LTTP, for Zelda uh, Rando? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I do that too much and I I don't know, like I, there's things that was going on and I was like, no, I'm not entering the game anymore. No, not the racing part of it. And I think by just losing so much in Teddy Eastern, it didn't help. Mm-hmm. Sure. So yeah, that's kind of stuff. Like it's better for me to stop and come back stronger than just continue playing and then feel worse about it. Oh, that's way smarter. Yeah, that's healthy way to approach the game. My approach is just jam until I start winning again, and then I lose more and hate the game even more. It's terrible. So uh, SMZ three allowed you to learn a new new game. I I take it you yes. weren't familiar with with Super Metroid as much. I never played Super Metroid before playing Terrando, basically. So I have to learn everything by on my by my own. I was like just watching YouTube videos about a game, like how to get to items. Just Google it on YouTube. Like my <laughs> sure. first seed was like twelve hours, basically. Oh my gosh! And then my second six hours, and then I would do like five hours or so a seed. Was that so? It wasn't competitive. Like you didn't have that same sort of drive no. of like I can be bad at this and be okay with it. Yeah, I was just playing for fun, like on my own. In my like, sometimes I was streaming it, but most of the time not. And yeah. when I was streaming it, like Fireful you was just coming in. Oh, you can do this, this, this. And that's a trick to get out of you for, for you to be faster. I was like, thank you. But I'm bad, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sure. like, I accept it. I was like, I mean, that's 
how it is. I mean, you're good as a player, so I'm just think the tricks basically. Sure. Oh yeah, and then I got Gamma's help, and you know, Gamma's like, "Oh, do you know that place has two items?" No, I didn't know that. I come back, he's like the Ook shot. I'm like, "Why didn't you tell me like an hour earlier, Gamma?" <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> but it, it's such a wild idea to play just play a game for fun, right? We play so much Link to the Past, and it's and it's all about racing and about competition, and that's all good and 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 fine and all. But mm-hmm. a lot of times we just lose sight of playing the game for fun. Yes. Uh, so it sounds like I can play Link to Pass. Like I know the game basically because I play Rando. So I'm just going to do like SM as well, like for fun. And then I kept dying on relay again and again and again. It's like, I'm not having fun, but it's fine. I'm going to try it a little and then got it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I was doing like a few safe states. You still play the game? Not much. I don't have time for like a five hour seed. Yeah. that's That kind of always held me back from wanting to, to get into it as I see how long it takes like two hours is like perfect right like for me yeah it's like the perfect amount of time where it's like i'm spending a decent amount of time but i'm not spending too much time exactly and i don't want to pause i mean quit and come back later because i just forget everything i've been doing totally yeah i totally so i had to play in one sitting and i was like i don't want this so i just <laughs> i don't have time like for a five-hour seat or so right oh yeah so what was your experience like for season six you know not wanting to join right away or at least no plans to join were you able to like get past the the feelings that you were having about getting burnt out did you enjoy your time with the new team enjoy my time with the new team first of all schedule was better because we were in any divisions and so it was better and we have fun with ruby and Amaris too i mean we weren't doing for fun we didn't expect much knowing our divisions and then we went to the bracket and I was like, okay, we can do this, basically. So, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I never played with them. So, not only did you not make the playoffs, but you won your first round, too. Mm-hmm. So, that's huge. It is. I mean, yeah, it's, it was like, it was fun. Like, overall, we had a fun experience. So, mm-hmm. that was, and like, again, like, I never played with them before, like, co op or stuff. So, it was a learning experience as well. To know how like our tape play and how I play versus them and basically I like, can co-op as well. Did you do you feel like you got past the the fact that obviously you're not playing with two French players? Did you I take it you got over the fact that you could play with people not speaking French? Yeah, I mean I can do it on my own. Like I think more when I start playing, I was like, I'm too shy, I'm not confident in my English. And then through the time I got confident with it. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I know what I'm saying. I know what I'm doing. And it's not like I can just rephrase it or just pronounce it with a big French accent, whatever. Sure. And maybe to understand. <laughs> maybe, like, I'm just going to roll my R's and everything. <laughs> uh, I know Zeruvian a little bit, but I, Amerith is one of my favorite people in the community. So it was really cool to see her do really well. And I know she's worked really hard to, to get better at the game, too. So it was fun to watch your team perform really, really, really well. Like, can't take what you guys did for granted like it was a really good run no yeah it was fun like yeah i mean when in the playoff we played against gfe patron and sabo the team that eliminated us it was like me ruby and like against gfe patron and ratrins so i was like i'm not confident on them like i know like patron and gfe for name i know they're good players but you know like i don't know and then we won i was like how did we win <laughs> it was like just ruby fighting all progression and me doing some cleanups like okay then you're fine, I guess. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. I was that was a fun fun race to watch. But P P train and GFE Sabo, that's a tough. I mean, 
their former invitational team. It's a, it's a tough mm-hmm. team to get through. As well, so it was a, for me, it was scary to face them. Yeah, and then he kicked them in the teeth, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah, and then Gemma had to draw talk me like on restream because he was a commentator. <laughs> you know? Like Pichu, it's restream. He's over a sword. Why are you doing bushes? I'm like, because I watch like two buzz afterwards. Because I want to know what happened. And I was like, I know I'm stupid. What do you What do you expect? Restream <laughs> sword with a sword. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it feels like you quickly found your place in the community in Rando. Is that safe to say? Both within the French community and then like Gamma's sub community mm-hmm. there. Yeah, I mean, I hang out like in a lot of people's chats, so I think like a lot of people knows me. Mm-hmm. Like I watch like I think like thirty different runners basically, so I'm just hanging out in their chats or whatever. Yeah, here's the thing that I love about you, Pichu. It's like I feel like you're one of the people in the community that's like says yes to anything, and not necessarily in, in a bad way, but in a way that's like I, I remember someone asked you to do commentary uh, with them. I can't even remember at the time who it was, but maybe it was GFE or somebody. Uh, no, wouldn't GFE doesn't do commentary with somebody, but and you're just like, yeah, let's totally do it. And then like, I, I don't know, I, I just feel like you have a, and this is hard to do online, just have this presence of like joy and like lightness and fun or, that that comes with you. And so it makes it people like drawn to you. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. I'm only toxic towards Gamma. The rest of it, I'm all I'm on point with you. But basically, yeah. <laughs> but even the toxic stuff with Gamma is super fun. Like. And it doesn't, it, I don't know, it's just there's something about it that makes it super enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, I know Gamma from like back 2020 because I was hanging out in this chat, but like, I mean, we both know it's for fun. Like, it's, we don't mean anything and we don't want to be mean to each other, but like, it's just toxic fun. Sure. But like, for the rest, I'm just having fun with them. Like, yeah, basically. And you said about commentary, like, I know, like, for P-Train, for example, he asked me to do comp. That's who it was. It was Petrain. Yeah. yeah. Game two. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this because first I just did, I think, like four commentaries in my life because mm-hmm. my I started doing commentary back last summer for the French journey. And I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. And it's in English as well. Sure. And I was like, yeah, just let's just let's do this. Like, I'm going to have fun and whatever. And it's for my team. So it just makes things good because it's like Petrain for his team and me for my team. But I love that. So most people would just take that and be like, no, that doesn't make me comfortable. You know, English isn't my first language or, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's mm-hmm. people that I would say myself included, were just like, if it puts me in this position, that's I'm not the most comfortable in, I'm not going to do it. Where it feels like with you is like, you're just here to have a good time. Yeah. I'm just going to try <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you're going to have fun with it. I love that. It was not my first English commentary. Surprisingly sure. enough. Because uh, I know, like, the French community wanted to like finals to be restreamed as well on Speak Gaming, not only Speak Gaming French. And I know Homemade Beard just asked me, hey, Pichu, like, I heard this, they want to do this. Do you want to do comms together? And I was like, I know Beard is basically like a, oh, like, he's a fun guy, whatever. It's like, why not? Because it's, it's Beard, you know, I know we're going to have fun and we have fun doing comms. And then Pichu asked me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to do it again. I'm going to enjoy the moment. If not, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to stop doing commentary, but like had fun with Petrain. So it was, it was okay. Sure. No, I, I love it. I love that you're into it. All right. Let's talk shit about Gamma for a little bit. <laughs> let's do it. You found, <laughs> you found Gamma, uh, you said, through probably through Shireen. It's through Shireen because they were doing co-op and they were toxic to our other, so it was funny. Of course. And, also, yeah, and he was playing the Pikachu's, right? So, um, I mean, I have to watch Gamma. Yeah. So... I don't know. What is it about Gamma? I don't know. It's just 
a toxic person. Like he dodges, <laughs> he, he dodges everything. He has dirty hands. So what do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, you and Sharon carried him in, in the league this season in your mom favorite Durando team. Of course. Yeah. I mean, we had to. Yeah. I mean, it's. I did the same with the military attorney. I mean, so yeah. Because that was the gamma into multiple journey, basically. Like, just, yeah, that's how it's going on right now, basically. Sure. Did you teach him any French? I know he was trying to learn some French. I teach him some French. Yeah, I, I teach him how to say, my hands are clean in French. Um, <laughs> like, those things, like the word filet for bug net. Is that, okay, so that that's the one I'm not the biggest fan of. Is the, that, did you start that, the whole filet thing? <laughs> I started with Gamma back in the mentor tourney, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. So the bug net in French is filet. Yeah, it's filet. Yes. And for some reason, it just got associated with Gamma too. With me, I think mostly me, and but like okay. I know it started with me and Gamma basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I think I'm associated with the filet basically. <laughs> for, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's the filet. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. All right. So let me ask you the tilt question because I can't imagine you getting tilted. I don't understand how someone that is, it feels genuine, Pichu. It feels like you're like genuinely just enjoy life and the game and the community and, and, and you're just like a, a good person to be around. So do you get tilted? And if you do, how do you handle it? I do get tilted. Honestly, I swear a lot on my stream. Oh, do you? In French? Yeah. I- in French, sometimes in English as well. Like, honestly, I do. And that surprises most of people. Like, I, so I don't really, like, deal with tilt. Like, I'm just going to swear. Like, let's say I died on Mozilla. I'm just going to swear to, sh- sorry, to swear to shit out of Mozilla, basically. <laughs> yeah, this is, you can totally swear on this podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. So I just, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's it. I'm just going to swear and everything, like, when I get tilt. And I can mm-hmm. enrage quite as well. Like, I don't do that in race because I don't know. Like, I want to finish every race because I want to see how I'm doing against that person or whatever. Because I don't know. Like, yeah, I just want to finish it, even though I'm not having fun. But like, if it's like casual race, like I'm playing a scene on my own, I'm just going to close the emulator. I'm like, I'm not playing this again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So is that how you deal with it is just by swearing? I just swear. Like, I know at some point during the league, I was doing a co-op with Amarius. There's a clip up there somewhere, but it was restreamed, so you don't have me swearing in it. And it was like, Anamizer, <laughs> we were in go mode. I dashed through like the second room of Eastern, you know, like normally just repurpose. But in that room, there was a dead rock and a Ninox. I hit the dead rock with my sword. I got hit by the bomb of the Ionis. I got stuck in the corner, basically. And I just <laughs> started swearing a lot. Like, I was like, I'm sorry, Amarius. <laughs> it's not against you, so I get a dead rock in Eastern. <laughs> so, yes, basically. And I was like, it's, yeah, I'm just, I don't need to tell pretty much. I'm just swearing out, and, like in French and English, and I don't, I don't mind. Does that allow you to continue, like, racing or playing, or uh, does, it, does it stick with you, like, when that stuff happens, when, when shit goes down? Do you, are you feel like you're able to manage it in a healthy way by just kind of letting it out? Yeah, basically. Like, I need, like, maybe have five minutes to just calm myself down. Basically, mm-hmm. because I'm still tilt about it. But yeah, like, I'm not going to be tilt for a year about it. Like, I'm just going to stop playing Rendo because of it, basically. Sure. Do you feel like you're in a healthy spot with the game right now? Because I know you said, you know, going into season six, you're kind of getting burnt out. Do you feel the same way now? Or, or do you feel like you're, you're, you have a, a pretty good relationship with the game? I have a good relationship with the game right now. I mean, I mostly enjoy playing, like, co-op game 
So like the co-opter, cross-case co-opter, and it was fun. The multi-return, it was fun. Lee was fun because um, the the playoff was only co-op. And mm. yes. And like, I know right now I'm taking a break from soul tournaments right now because, I mean, life happens and I'm basically busy as well. Sure. So, yeah. But co-op is so much better, right? Like it just allows, everything is better with a, with a friend when you're, yeah, especially if, when you're playing this game. If you're playing multiple gamma, you just have to blame gamma for your losers. Whatever, whatever thing that's happening is gamma's fault. Yeah, totally. That's so why you, I always yeah. see with him is I can always just blame him for when it doesn't work out. But no, no, no. to be fair, in co-op things, if things go bad, I'm mostly blind myself more than my co-op partner. Sure. Because sure. I don't want to be like, oh, it's your fault if we lose. Because, I mean, I think we lose as a team. It might mm-hmm. be my decision or your decision, but we both agreed on it. So it's both our losers, basically. Sure. So, yeah. That's my way of thinking. Yeah. yeah, that's what makes League so much fun, is it's like you, you don't win by yourself and you don't lose by yourself. And it makes things a little bit easier both ways, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a team thing. It's like in the co-op, we both made the decision, and it wasn't the greatest, but we both agreed on it. So there's no one to blame about it. Yeah, basically. So yeah. Are you playing in the the co-op tournament that's coming up? I'm not because I'm mostly busy. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, like I want to focus on school because I'm still at school more than doing the co-op. And I was like, I need a break from Randall a little because I was doing two tournaments at the same time, and I was like. I want to focus on school because it's my last semester and then maybe this summer I'm going to join more tourneys. Like if okay. there's a cross case tourney, I'm going to join for sure. But yeah. That's your favorite mode to play? It's my favorite mode to play, yes. Yeah. Always finding the bug net or the filet, I mean. <laughs> exactly. You need it. It's a good <laughs> item. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm so glad that you agreed to, to do this. I wasn't sure. Again, I have not really spoken to you a, a lot, mostly through discord i wasn't sure if you would say yes but i'm super glad you came on the show yeah i mean i, I like your show basically like i like the listening to the players different like background story and stuff so yeah it's a fun podcast to, to listen to again I want to thank peachy for coming on the show really fun having her here and getting to know her a little bit more Always fun to talk shit about Gamma Chew as well. So I enjoy anyone that wants to do that. Speaking of people that want to talk shit about Gamma Chew, on next week's show, we've got Brogor. We just had uh, Magno on and learned a little bit about Brogor because of how close they are. But I kind of wish I scheduled them back to back because they kind of go in tandem. In fact, I almost tried to schedule both of them on one show, but I didn't think that would be fair to either one of them. So. We get to complete the Magno Brogor story next week with Brogor, so come back for that. Very excited to chat with him. Maybe we'll have the co-op tournament champions on. I don't know if the tournament will be done by then. There may be a game three, so it might be a, an extra long episode, or we'll uh, we'll roll that over into the following week. Really appreciate everyone for hanging out. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Would love to hear your thoughts. 216pod.com has the links that you would need. You can join the 216 Discord there. Come hang out and chat. Let us know what you think of the show. We'd love to hear what you think about uh, our new editor, Leoria, and some of the things that she's been doing. Real, real minor. You might not even notice. But we'd love any feedback, and you can drop that over there in the Discord. But I think that's going to do it. Thanks for hanging out, everyone. Really appreciate it. See you next week.